Good morning, Day or Night, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to the Survive and Drive podcast. Today we are discussing the Austrian and Great Britain Grand Prix, the 10th and 11th round of the Formula One 2023 World Championship. This is your favorite source of American-based F1 conversation presented by me, Alex, and my co-host, Tyler. Let's race into it. Brad that was good. That was Brad Pitt. That was a good Brad Pitt. I, that was good. That yeah, was a good yeah. Brad Pitt. He was there all weekend. He was very prevalent. Um, tough was. weekend for him out in Q1. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get into um, it for sure. Yeah, so a great break. Like, we're we're going to do both races here. We're going to touch on Austria quickly. Uh, I think Tyler's going to kind of guide us along here, but really going to focus on Great Britain because that's where most of the drama happened yeah. in the last two weeks. Oh, absolutely electric. I mean, if we just think back really quickly here, Give me a, give me a race rating for Austria, a race rating for Great Britain. Okay, race just the race, not the whole weekend. Nah, give me weekends. Okay, so the weekend for Austria, we did the sprint race, um, which is pretty good. The first lap is pretty interesting. You have mm-hmm. to wet to dry. Um, Austria for the whole weekend, I'll give a I'll give a seven five. Okay, and then Great Britain, we're gonna give a nine two. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I would say I would say a little bit lower for Austria. The sprint race was good. I you know. Was trying to get in on Bottas early there, but tires yeah. didn't work out for him in the sprint. Yeah, Tyler put down a nice little bet at Bottas plus 10,000 or whatever. Oh, it was To win because he put the dry tires on, and it almost was the most electric call ever, and then he pit right away. Yeah, <laughs> didn't even make it back to the starting line. That's all right, though. Yeah, Great Britain was a stellar race. Honestly, like a classic off the bat. Yeah. It, was, it was just a beautiful race. A lot going on, a lot of passing, a lot of... I think with context, it was a classic. It, like the race itself probably wasn't as great as some others that we've seen. Yeah, but no, the like, race itself wasn't as good as last year's race itself. But, yeah, yeah. But the the atmosphere, atmosphere around yeah. it, the you know who was winning, who, who was, was winning. racing at yeah. the front. I think that's where it all was. But yeah, okay. Let's get back to Austria real quick. Lando with some promising upgrades. Something that we're going to get into yeah. a little bit more with the Great Britain race. But he looked great. Piastri was obviously struggling and. Uh, I mean, it was exciting. Yeah, I mean, it was a great weekend to be a McLaren fan. Obviously, we had just Lando had the upgrades on his car at that point, but he looked awesome. He put it, I think, was it P3 in Quali? P4? P4? It was P4. P4. Yeah, it was uh, P4, P4 Quali. And he yeah jumped back up to P4 jumped back in up the race. Jumped P4 in the race and What's finished sorry? P4 after the penalties. We had, um, you know, just a great weekend for McLaren, though. Like, a good step in the right direction. It was good to see someone else up front. Other than that, though, things went pretty much as expected with the order. The only major mm-hmm. thing that happened this race was track limits. Yeah, oh, and talk about major. It was all over the place. Something yeah. that was pretty prevalent throughout the race, but something that we were hearing a lot of radios about. The FAA wasn't super on top of it. We were seeing, you know, penalties handed here and there for track yeah. limits. But, I mean, Aston Martin coming in with the appeal after the race, and they just laid the hammer down. Yeah. I think it was, what, six, seven penalties after the race? More than that, because Ocon had six himself. But um, Yeah, well, six, seven yeah. drivers six, that seven were Six, seven drivers penalties. that got penalties. Yeah, so he had Sainz getting another 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Lewis got 10 more seconds. Yes. Um, Yuki got 10 seconds. And then Ocon was probably the funniest, right? So <clears throat> after the race... His engineer gets on the radio like, yeah, a lot of track limits today. And Ocon goes, yeah, like, not for us, though. And then he got six five-second penalties <laughs> after the race for track limits. Like, that's the same thing about because you get three warnings, and then the fourth one's a penalty. Yeah. So that means he went over track limits nine times in the that's race. And no one caught it. His engineer didn't catch it. The racing didn't catch it. And he yeah. had no idea and got all those penalties. So that was, I mean, it was a big issue there. Um, I know they talked about after adding gravel. In terms mm-hmm. of nine and ten, that's the plan for um, next year. To not incentivize, to like take that incentive away to go wide, because mm-hmm. it is very easy to go wide there and like go faster there. But that was crazy. It was it was just constant, and it was yeah. something that was coming up on the timing screens. Obviously, it was a, an issue in qualifying. We saw Sergio Perez uh, out again early, uh, a problem all weekend. But something that was just so weirdly applied. I mean, to have that many penalties come. So long after the race, I think Norris was saying he was about to board the plane when signs texted him to take a look at the penalties. And then he boarded the plane, didn't actually get to see all the results until he was out. So just kind of a weird weird sequence of events. I get there was a ton of them like that. It's weird. 
that's again goes back to something like that needs to be addressed during the race or like right after. Like, and the how fact is that, that it took so long and like it took Aston Martin appealing it to actually yeah. bring it up, and then you're gonna apply all these? Like, I don't know. That needs to be automated in some form. I mean, if you're gonna be hard on white line, then get a sensor on the white line and I have mean, that it is just automated. be automatic. In a way, I think they said in the broadcast like there is a certain system they have in the cars where the car knows if you went out. Mm-hmm. It just can't see Ocon's car. It just can't car. see Ocon's car. I don't know. Like, I get if it's really close and you need to look, but like, yeah, most of them you could clearly tell. Like, yeah, it's just automated. It's just popped up on the driver's dash. Like, exactly. Warning one, warning two, or yeah. like. So, that was pretty much it from Austria. Though I don't know if there's anything else you want to add, but that's I yeah. Mean, I mean, the, the track limits were the biggest issue. Mm-hmm. A lot of wet to dry. I think yeah. the sprint race was that was kind of. It was a, big a lot thing. of passing. A lot of the sprint race was. It was might have been the best sprint race we've had. I think that was the best sprint in race in a we've while. Had. Um, the only one I think you could compare to it, but it wasn't the whole race was Lewis in Brazil, Brazil in twenty twenty one. But that was just him. Yes, this one had the full race. All everybody over. involved, action packed. Like mm-hmm. you had some people not pit on the to drives at all. They just stuck it out. Yeah. Um, it, it was very, it was a very good sprint race. Probably, yeah. yeah, probably the best one we've ever had. Movement at the top position with Perez off the line as well. Some, yeah. some drama between teammates up front yeah. there. Maybe that's why Perez is qualifying so low, so they don't have the drama yeah. during the real races. Uh, but I'm sure it's the case for the Mr. Race Merchant. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and jump to Great Britain. I think uh, a race that we have a lot more to talk about. Uh, a lot more rumors to catch up on as well um let's go ahead and start with a quick recap of quali obviously wet to dry again a big big trend this year we've we've seen a lot of rain we've had a lot of races with rain at least some rain i mean imola imola that was a lot of rain okay all right and then there's yeah that's nearly every other race has Has had some rain though or a threat threat of rain exactly every time it's always gray we i don't i can't nothing comes to mind where it's been like Wow, that whole race was sunny. Yeah. Other than like, you know, uh, Jeddah and Bahrain, but those were at night and they're in the desert. So mm-hmm. like, obviously it wasn't going to rain. But, yeah, that'll happen. Um, it's, it's been a threat all the time. And then, you know, we go to we go to Silverstone now and we see it in quality where it's wet to dry quality. And it definitely made things interesting. It was. It was very interesting. We saw Williams go... What they up in the top three? Top three for all the practices. Practice Album was in the top three for all the practices. Absolutely electric to see them up performing that high. Yeah. both of them. Yeah, to, to yeah, say that. Sergeant was in the top ten too. Mm-hmm. Running a beautiful livery, might I add? Yeah, it was great. And I, I mean, they got through Q one, but the wet just didn't suit them as much as it did in the dry. No, and then yeah, he had track limits for Sergeant in Q two. I think yeah. he probably could have made Q twice. Was it? I think it was twice. Yeah. Um, Albon made it through still though, uh, but then when they got to the dry, yeah, it wasn't. I don't know. It's it's the mix. I I feel like they, it's they looked so good all weekend, and then like once the conditions got mixed, mm-hmm. it's like the car didn't know how to handle it, and then it was. I mean, Albon still got P eight, but we've seen him get to Q three before. Yeah, and so like I think they, I think they were probably thinking maybe closer to top five they could have qualified, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were. I mean, they were looking on for it. I think, you know, there were some other standouts that probably ch- shuffled the grid up a little bit more, and you know, somewhere where we would yeah. have seen Albon above some of those other <clears throat> McLarens, uh, now you know, it shuffled a little bit back more. So, so that P eight is really after the top five teams, which is, yeah. I mean, wild to think about. Still, uh, go ahead and mention people being out early. Perez out early again. I mean, it's. I'll keep saying it. It's going to become a soundbite at this point for me, but he is, and I'll state the thing now. I'll, I'll get into it probably later too, but he is an all-time race merchant. I mean, this is getting five Q3s in a row. I know he's one of your favorite drivers. Yeah, I like him too. I hope he does better. I want to see him challenge for Stappen. He's so bad in qualifying. That car is so good, and he's going out in Q1 with yeah. mistakes and just not being quick. And then what happens is we get to the race. Obviously, he's going to make a ton of positions up because it's so fast. Mm-hmm. He gets close to the top five or into the top five. Everybody praises him for a great drive in the race. And then we re- rinse and repeat the next weekend. And so it, that's where it's frustrating, I think, is because we didn't see, like, you don't normally see us with this good of a car. Like, even mm-hmm. though, like, if the only thing I can think of this is comparable to this is, like, Mercedes with Lewis and Valtteri. And, like, yeah, Lewis is usually a step ahead. But Valtteri, at his time, Mercedes made Q3 every race. There was not one yeah. race he missed Q3. I think the the 
the weird thing to think about is that it feels like it's been something every time. Yeah. Like whether it's track limits and getting times deleted, doing the wrong tire mm, strategies, yeah. not being out on the right tire or at the right time. Uh, impeding has been a, something yeah. that's gotten in his way too. So it's it's like always it's a little been unlucky, something. but it's always it's starting to get where it's like okay, this isn't unlucky. Like, yeah, this is a you problem. You like, should still be. I mean, you even, should still be getting it through, even with issues. I get if you have issues and he gets to Q three and like something happens and he gets fifth or something. Yeah, but there's no reason that car shouldn't be getting into Q three. Yeah, every time he just needs to get one clean run and yeah. he'll be into Q three. And so that's where I think people are frustrated, mm-hmm. and that's where it's like, you know. I know he's there's no viable option right now, like they've said, like Helen Marco said, and like he's signed through twenty twenty five or whatever, but at that point then like you have to if you're ready, we'll start looking for like something. Because you're not getting yeah. the whole I know Max is their like golden boy and like that's how it's gonna be, but like I mean you're risk like it's Max is like if you take uh Perez away, Max still leaves the thing himself. So sure. it's like you're not getting anything out of your second driver. Yeah. And if they get to a point where right now it's not an issue, but if they get to a point where one of their teams catches up or they slow down, like then it's gonna become an issue. And helmets all over his drivers. I mean Oh yeah. I've never He's seen anybody so just mean to him. Oh He's yeah. So mean. Uh, we get we talk about it all the time, but I mean there is no more toxic driver program than Red Bull. It's unbelievable. Like they they, they all have a short leash, like mm-hmm. There's these crazy high expectations, and like some of that probably comes from having Max as a comparison, which is a bad yeah. comparison. Yeah. But it's still like, it's just. I mean, I feel like they just change drivers all the time. But it's it's they've been hard on them, they've been critical of them. But like, are they not the only team on the grid the last what five years to be changing drivers mid mid season? Yeah. They're the only ones. Yeah. I mean, I don't think we're gonna get a Red Bull mid season, but we're gonna get Alfatori. It sounds like which it we'll get into sounds like mid-season, that. So. Sounds like that is set up. And then uh, just to wrap up Quali here, McLaren go 2-3. Absolutely electric. Yeah, I mean, just a big day for me. It was a big weekend for me. Yeah. I think it shocked everybody. Uh, we knew there was, the car was better with, and it's definitely suited, the, the track definitely suited them with the high-speed corners. Mm-hmm. Um, but how close they were. I mean, Lando took pole for a second there. Yeah. He was only 2-10 for Verstappen, which is pretty close compared to what most people have been this year. Oh, yeah. And then the biggest thing for me, and we'll get into what the race is, like even in race pace, like they weren't, it was unbelievable. they didn't run away. I don't, they just were so fast. And now, do I think it's going to carry over to Hungary with the slower corners? Probably not as much. But yeah. The, for me and I think everybody, like the progress they've made is shocking from the beginning. It is. It is an it, it's, unbelievable. It seemed very quick too. Yeah. And Mika, Mika called it. Yeah. He yeah. called it. He said... A few weeks ago, like I could see them in about a month challenging Red Bull potentially for pace. Mm-hmm. By and the end, whatever they did, he'd whatever they did to the car, whatever they ch- I know they completely changed the floor and like the side pods yeah. and everything. Like they basically went to a full B spec car. Well, and what it's did way better? What did Norris say afterwards? It looks like it doesn't even look like a Red Bull. It looks like an Aston. Uh, yeah, it's like an Aston Martin. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. We'll see if Mercedes learned from that and just. If I was Mercedes, I'd be confident. Toto said before he's like, "I'll slap a Red Bull sticker on it too. Mm-hmm. I don't care. As long yeah, as, it's fast. as long as it's fast." All right, let's go ahead and jump into the race. I mean, we'll just continue on the McLaren train. Norris pops out in front of Verstappen right at the front. The big roar from the crowd. We'll always have that. What an electric start to that race! It was race. An unreal. The crowd was so loud. Mm-hmm. Piastri even challenged Verstappen into the first couple corners. Yeah, uh, Norris. And a couple, there were a couple instances where he got it over a second, but never before mm-hmm. the DRS. Uh, he led for, I think about, what was it? Five laps. Five or six laps, something yep. like that. Five laps. Yep. Uh, we'll always have those five laps. Always will. I think we knew he was going to get passed. Ultimately, obviously, the pace in the Red Bull is just too strong. But yeah. um, at that point then, you know, as a McLaren fan and a Lando fan, I just wanted a clean start from them. And then at that point, you're thinking, I don't want any safety cars. No, no mm-hmm. nothing. The only thing that I would want is for Sappen to pull into the pits and his engine to blow up right there. Mm-hmm. Or just go in for you know a tire change and crash in the pit lane again. Yeah, like he did in Quali. <laughs> but like we were just, you know, fingers crossed for like a, an engine failure or something for Verstappen. But we knew he was going to pull away, so then it was a two th- battle for 2-3. But Yeah. What a Mc- start from, from both McLarens, both though, McLarens, hanging on. And they hang in DRS for, I think, up to like lap 17 or something. There's like in, a four-second se- four gap behind them. They get a four-second gap behind them, and then Russell on the softs, mm-hmm. when everybody else on the medium starts battling with Leclerc. Mm-hmm. And at that point then, I mean, anything can happen. We Obviously, we saw with the safety car, but at that point then, I'm starting to feel like, okay, well, I think we can 
pull a two three off here. Like it, the gap was, and it's deserve. It probably deserved. They probably should have. Yeah. Um, great start from them. That once then they, things kind of settled in from there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the things you saw was very low tire day compared to what they thought. I think a lot of people thought higher tire day. And they brought the new tires. This yeah, week. they brought the new tires this week too. And George made those softs last in forever, forever, forever. literally ever. It was like thirty five, uh, thirty five laps. laps, and. So really no drama between them. You had to hope they were coming to pit. And then the top four, so Alonzo, no, top three, top four. So Hamilton, Alonzo, Verstappen, and Norris had not pit yet. Magnuson's car literally goes into flames. Mm-hmm. Um, safety car, VSC, and then full safety car. It's not, it would have been Piastri, not Alonzo. No, Piastri had already pit. So that's how you oh, you're saying it. after yeah. the first pit? Yeah. yeah. So there, there was when four the that car hadn't went pit. up. When the car went up, there was four that hadn't pit yep. yet. Um, so they come in. Alonso's far enough, far enough back that Piastri got past him still, though. So they come in, and the order reshuffles to be max on softs. Yep. With, at this point, there's like 18 laps left when the safety car is still going. Mm-hmm. But then it got down like 14. Yeah. You had max on softs. You had, they put Lando onto the hards. You know, that, so was wild. Softs, that was wild. That was wild. Which made no sense. And I thought, we just fumbled this race. Like, there's not, not He thought it, too. Him. Then you had Lewis on softs. In P3, you had Piastri P4 and Hearts, mm-hmm. Russell and Sauce P5, or mediums. And so, I thought both Merck were going to get passed. I was going to be a double Merck podium. Yeah. Lando drove unbelievable. That defense. Back there. Very defensive driving. I mean, beautiful. Just, he found the yeah. water patch to just throw some spray on the Lewis. Yeah. You know, the, yeah, the powder from like the oil. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The powder. Uh, it was like a Mario Kart. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he defended well. You know, he, they went through a couple times through. I mean, there were multiple points in the track in the first sector where Lewis got close, but then the straight line speed was so good in the clear, and he just pulled away. Mm-hmm. And then he got a second, and even Piastri, Piastri held fourth. Piastri almost yeah. attacked Hamilton almost at, the attacked Hamilton at the start. Hamilton at the start. Yeah, almost stuck a nose in through cops. I thought he was going to. Yeah. Oh, it was. I mean, yeah. beautiful to see them turn on the tires that well. And then hold, be able to hold, be able to hold it, it as well. And it as worked out, and they obviously, I think Piastri deserved to probably be in the podium. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, I mean, there's a luck involved in the safety car, and it worked out for Hamilton. And but hey, what else are you going to say? Great Britain. Two two Britons in the podium. Tyler did have, we'll get into our predictions. He had one of his predictions just as Great Britain. That's all he said. Great Britain. We'll get to um, it. But yeah, I mean, big for the British fan base. You had two, three, five for the British finishers, and Albon, who's, I guess, part British. They argue that back and forth. Semi. Quasi-homeless. And he's, he was an eighth. So, all in the points. Great race from them. Um, that was kind of it for the race uh, in terms of... Let's talk about signs real quick. I want to talk about the Ferraris yeah, yeah. in general. So, signs gets unlucky. Pits early. Both him and Leclerc, Leclerc pits very early. Well, signs pits before, not early, but before the safety car. Mm-hmm. But the hards he's on are like only a couple laps old at this point, but they're still used. Mm-hmm. And then, so he doesn't come in. So he's at seventh at this point. And then Leclerc repits again for mediums. And he was sitting and then, 10. And he was sitting 10. And then Signs just got swallowed up. I mean, there wasn't anything he could do. Well, he got passed by Leclerc. It compromised him so much. So much. And he looked so slow. He yeah. He passed by everybody then. Exactly. Like right away, he went from seventh to 10th in like two or three corners. Yeah. Because he got compromised so bad by Leclerc. And then, yeah, he falls 10th. Leclerc makes no other inroads. Gets then. Or he falls in ninth. Leclerc's eighth. Then mm-hmm. Albon passes both of them. Yes. So as Leclerc gets past Signs, he I don't know like it was just a horrible way to pass your teammates. Mm-hmm. It holds both of them up technically. Then Albon gets past both, and Albon on merit finishes ahead of both the Ferraris. Started four five. They finished nine ten. I mean I don't know. Slippery Williams. Slippery Williams. Yeah, very slippery. But they. Just a brutal weekend for Ferrari. They just a brutal weekend. It was it was definitely tough to watch. I think they had some good pace and they just really weren't able to flash it. I, I think it was a weird track for them. They they looked okay in quali. I mean, okay in quali. they looked okay at the beginning. The problem is, is then like they, when they settled in, they clearly did not have the pace of the McLaren. So Leclerc pitted way too early to he start way too early the start of the race. As soon as they pit, they just fell apart. Mm-hmm. Like they just yeah. fell apart. Well, let's go ahead and jump into our top three drivers of the weekend. I'll let you go first. Big McLaren guy. Yeah, so Tyler, let me have these two. So I did Norris and Piastri. Um, I think Norris is the driver of the entire weekend. I don't think you can argue it. 
driver of the day. Yeah, driver of the day, 45% of the vote, which is a huge percent of the vote. Mm -hmm. Um, Qualifies P2 in the McLaren. For a second, it's P1. Yeah. Uh, Passes Max the first lap, leads the British Grand Prix for a few laps. Um, Consist battles Lewis hard to stay in second. Hangs on to Max. Hangs on to Max for a long time. Drove amazing all weekend. Everything worked out well. Piastri, same thing. Great start to the race. Great quality. It's a rookie. Um, holds P3 forever. Would have been P3 had it not been a safety car. Unlucky for him. He got unlucky and finished fourth. So, like, definitely probably the two top drivers of the weekend. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, there's not much more to say. They were just – they were awesome this weekend. They just looked – I mean, the car performed great, obviously, but they performed equally as well. Yeah. And for my third, I have Max just because we have to always throw Max in here. Um, and Tyler didn't want to take him, obviously. So, <laughs> so I took Max. Uh, again, it's we. There's not much to say. Like, th- obviously, they have a very great car, mm-hmm. but he's been absolutely other than the crash into the pit wall. At, I mean, he's been absolutely flawless, though. Like, it's it, I mean, and I know neither of us are big Max fans, but he is. He's, he's on. been on another level. There's no one that's touching him right now. And I can't, I keep saying it every race. I would not, unless he has an engine failure, how does he not win every single race the rest of the season? The only thing he hasn't won is the monster truck race against Sonoda. Like, yeah, it's just been a rough, rough year to watch yeah, for non-max I mean, it's fans. just, it's just unbelievable. He's mm-hmm. just been unbelievable. Him, I mean, both him and the car, they built an absolute rocket yeah. ship. Nobody's denying that. It's so that. solid. It's so reliable. And Max like, is on one of the one of the most dominant tears in the history seen, of Formula. Yeah. So, yeah. So we'll see. Him. We'll see what records he goes on to break. But yeah. anyway, let's get into my top three here. Lewis Hamilton, Great Britain, through and through. It was a beautiful race. He went from P seven quality to P three in the race. Got through the uh, Ferraris, both the yeah. Ferraris, and then was able to get through his teammate as well. Uh, I think. You know he was challenging the the or the McLarens, but overall I think he he maximized his race. He was yeah, they were to, the, they were probably third fastest today for sure. They were yeah. not gonna. And I think the team, I mean the team, came away with really good points as yeah. well. So uh, good performance from him. Albon, we got to mention on merit, like oh, you yeah. said, he's been pulling it home. He's been so good this year. Yeah, and he's I think he's so showing good. a lot. There's a lot of speculation. I think Helmut said that he's contracted out till 2026 with Williams, which is kind of new information. So Yeah, I don't think he meant to share that. Yeah, I don't think he did either, but um, interesting, interesting to see. Yeah, I saw a rumor that was uh, from, I think they sent you the one today about uh, Ricardo, but from that same account mm-hmm. that said, like early rumors are that Red Bull's considering Lando and Albon for the seat for, to replace Perez when Perez, when their contracts all end. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I don't think the timing matches up perfectly for that, but I don't think so either, we'll see how we'll that see. goes down. My third top driver of the week was Brad Pitt. I think you know, no, uh, no nice. incidents. I don't know if he even got passed one time. No, he's old just, too. Is he like sixty almost now? He was pushing it. I will tell you though, he had one of the best interviews with. I think it was with Martin Brundle. Uh, just awesome to hear him yeah. respecting the sport and talking about the sport and. Really admiring the guys that are out there, so yeah. it, that was really cool to to watch. Um, just as a Formula One fan, I would highly recommend going and finding well, we'll that. Go, I mean, we'll go watch the movie whenever it comes out. Absolutely, yeah. We'll have to see how he actually did when the movie comes out, right? Yeah. <laughs> so those I are guess he prob- they probably won. Yeah, I mean, uh, yes. what do you make a make a yeah, movie about a loser? midfield team? No, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> <laughs> so that'd be something we would do. Those are our top drivers <laughs> of the week. Yeah, right. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into our team highlights, and I think there's only one. I think we've already gotten the point across, but yeah. McLaren, easy team highlights, just unbelievable. Um, this could go, I mean, we'll see if there's, the only way someone can top this weekend for me, because Red Bull's already showing the best car, yeah. in terms of excitement and like, oh my God, like, I can't believe this happened to this team. Someone else has to win a race this year. If another team, any of the teams, literally any of them, Let wins me ask a race you this. this year, I think it could pass it, but I don't know if we have a better weekend for a team than they had this weekend. Let me put this to you. Comparatively. Double points finish for Williams. Would that do it? Double top five would have to do it. Top five. I think. I would say Albon, podium, a sergeant. Sergeant in the points, Albon, podium would Would do it. I think would do it. 
It'd have to be that though, because not just a nine ten would not do it for me. What about like, what about a Haas like finishing in the points or something? That's a <laughs> Actually, I'll say this. Okay. Devries points. Devries oh. points might top it. Devries <laughs> points might top it. Devries points might top it. Like if that might be the most. I for the longest time I thought like that Haas car in like twenty twenty one like nothing could be worse than that. Like with that with what's his name. Comrade. Comrade. Comrade Mazepin. Maz a spin. Maz a spin. I didn't think he could be top, but DeVries might be worse. It's been been real ugly. It's been really bad. I mean, he hasn't had the incidents like... No, but he just hasn't done anything. He hasn't done anything. Yeah. Well, he's done a whole lot of driving backwards. Yeah. On that note, let's jump to the Massey Performer of the Week. Obviously, we got DeVries down there finishing last of the finishers. Uh, I mean... Qualifying nineteenth, I think he started what eighteenth. Yeah, he's after an easy shoeing this week. I'm a, this week though. I think the deserving recipient is Stroll. Stroll, yep. Because Bass and Martin, they weren't great this weekend, but they obviously had Q three. They had some pace. This on Q three, but the biggest thing is he just has so many incidents. Ruined. Gassi was looking great this weekend. It was in the points. Ran into him for no reason. It was a disgusting yeah, attempt it was at a terrible, move. Terrible, terrible. I mean, it looked like me in the game. A dive, bo- literally, a, yeah. a dive bomb, and then he comes across the curbs through the grass. I don't know yeah. even know if he hit the brakes. I don't think he did, and then he just ran into him and then broke suspension. He bounced. Nice. I mean, that was him having done work in the simulator with zero damage on. Oh yeah, definitely. Like that's something I would do. Just bounce off the car and just slow you down. Absolutely. It was, it was unbelievable. He was so bad all weekend. Yeah. And they that's another one of those ones where it's like the discrepancy between him and Alonso is disgusting. Yeah. But it's never going to matter because his dad owns the team. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, the Brad Pitt's team. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So that's our driver Massey Performer of the Week. What are you going with, Stroll? You're going to go with Stroll? I had to go with Stroll. Yeah. so bad. I think I'd agree with you there. DeVries a very close second, yeah. I'd say. Uh, as far as team goes, I mean, it's got to be Alpine. They yeah, just got TNF. they just got jumped by McLaren by a good margin. Good margin. They were not quick at all, really. Gasly looked all right in the race, but then had the damage and had the DNF. Yeah. Okan had the DNF right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a really tough overall weekend from them. I think it was kind of anonymous, but like finishing double DNF. And it, went under the, it went under the radar, yeah. They definitely didn't really mention much of it. Yeah, but your main competitor's doing as well, they did. I mean, main competitor 2-4 and like blew by them in the points. And yeah, like, really. T- and and have promise and for the I rest was of the told, season. Well, I have two things to say about things I was told. I was told by Otmar that they'd be challenging Mercedes. That was, that was the word on the That's street. That's the word on the street. The other word on the street that I heard very vocally after Spain, I was told by Alonso... Mm-hmm. They would be on the podium the rest of the races. That I is don't, also what I heard. I don't think that's ha- happened. I heard. I heard Zidane was just going to run the rest of the races instead of stroll driving. I heard. Yeah, well, I was heard he was going to dribble a ball while he did. Yeah, that. yeah. I mean, then the podium might be back. It could be. Yeah, it could, could be, be alive again. Anyway, we're just going to forget about that. <laughs> rough, rough weekend for them. Yeah. I. I mean, we'll see how they come back in Hungary. I, I can't see them getting back up to McLaren's pace unless they have some no. significant upgrade package. So we'll see. Uh, overtake highlights. Everybody on signs. That was really cool to watch. It was but tough. It was sick Tough for him. It was cool, though. It was great for the show. Tough for him and any signs fans out there. Yep. He was extremely unlucky with the tires, and then he had the used hards and just mm-hmm. got completely compromised by his own teammate, and mm-hmm. it just was a disaster. He got past everybody. But it was awesome for the overtaking because it made for some sick overtakes. Definitely. Um, tough for him. Uh, I think overtake the start by Norris on the Around Stafford. the outside. Around the outside was good. Yeah. Uh, and then the whole battle between Norris and Lewis was Electric. great, clean racing. For sure. Um, not to, I'm not going to name names, but a lot of clean racing around certain corners there that we maybe hadn't seen in the past. Yes. Um, I don't think you need to. I don't think you need any names, but there's a lot. It's. I think that's one thing that's communal about the entire paddock is that when you're racing Hamilton, you're racing respectfully. That's yeah. something that, I mean, Zach Brown was obviously yeah. talking about it this weekend, but we've heard it from a lot of it's drivers. It's always respectful. Yeah. It's always been, that's, he's always going to, I think it's like for him, it's like a, a, the integrity of the sport. Where it's exactly. Like, he yeah. feels like he's letting the sport down if he doesn't. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I mean, ton of fun to watch that. Yeah. It was kind of like a Perez Lewis uh, in Abu Dhabi last yeah. year kind of run. It was some great defending work. Yeah. Um, on the hards too. I mean, something that we thought going into the safety car restart was just going to be a guarantee. Oh, the the McLarens are getting passed here. Yeah. And he pulls out a performance like that, and then sticks it. I don't know, a couple seconds ahead of Hamilton after yeah. a few laps, and then holds it. Really great, really great from from Lando there. Perez also had some good ones um, throughout yeah, race, the race. Race merchant. Anyway, <laughs> quick traffic. <laughs> I I like Perez. I hope he catches up to Max, but it's tough every week. Yeah. To see him do, it's just tough as a fan to watch him like get praised for like making up ten spots in the race in that car. It's like yeah. I would hope so. Like yeah, exactly. I would hope so. Like that's the tough part. I hope he fixes it. I think he will eventually. But we're at five in a row not making it into Q3 is mm-hmm. astonishing. He, what is he tied with Albon now for he Q3 has been, appearances? He's tied with Albon for Q3 appearances. He's been out qualified in the season by. He's tied with Piastri as well. He's been out qualified by Norris, Ocon, Hulkenberg, and one other. Yeah. Mickey Mouse. A decent so, chunk. Yeah. A decent chunk. <laughs> Um, let's go ahead and jump to our predictions. Do a quick little segment here on, on what we thought was going to happen this race. We'll jump to pre-quali. Alex's predictions were Max Leclerc signs in quali with Sargent making it to Q3, Albon to Q3, Big Williams hit. I hit both of them, yeah. Tough podium finish there with the with the. Yeah, Ferraris. you know, I had no idea. I did not watch a lot of practice. I did not know McLaren's going to yeah. be that fast. I just... Had saw in the practice that Ferrari looked decent, so I was like, "I'll throw him two, three. Hold on a second. Let's let's go ahead real quick and just point out that you were on vacation this time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So last last podcast okay. giving me the heat. Yeah, I'm at one vacation to compare hey. to hundred. Yeah, <laughs> all right. That's yeah. Let it let it be known. I went on one vacation. One vacation. vacation. Cruising for, the seas for six days. Tyler disappears for the entire month of May <laughs> and compares it. And says the same thing. Working ninety percent of that. Okay. <laughs> no, I was out on vacation. I wasn't a cruise, but I still watched both races. I did watch as you should. I had seen some of the highlights from free practice. Ferrari looked decent. Obviously, you're going to put Max and Pole every week. I'm never not going to do that. But yeah, um, I've been high. Obviously, I saw Williams too, and I nailed that perfectly. But I mean, yeah, what can you do about the podium? There's nothing you can. That's true. I mean, what does it matter, right? In uh, in in qualifying. Let's go ahead, jump to my predictions. I had Max Leclerc Albon. Why not? Why not? Threw Albon up there. Yeah. Obviously, obviously didn't work out. Uh, weather wasn't suiting them. But I did have all British drivers into Q3. Albon included there. All four of them made it in beautifully. And then Brad Pitt out in Q1. I guess, like we said earlier, we'll have to yeah. wait to watch the movie to see if that happens. I think I might start doing... Because it either be right or I'm reverse jinxing for him. I might just start saying every time Perez to not make Q3. There you go. Because <laughs> half the time I'll probably be right, and then half the time I'll just get in and be like, ah, like that was me that got him into there. It's almost fun to watch him come back through the field, though. Oh, no, I agree. That part is fun. Yeah. And it's fun to see. It's great for racing. It makes a great pass and everything. Yes. The part that annoys me is then when people praise him after, where yeah. you see him pop up in like fourth in the driver of the day vote. It's like, yeah. he's obviously, he's going to make up 10 positions in Thanks the race. Thanks for some he's action. Way out of place. Like, yeah. obviously, he's going to make up. He's 10 just a, a big, making a big push for reverse grid starts. That's all. Yes, yeah. He's just doing it early, starting early, doing it on his own, taking yes. it in his own hands. Yes. Initiative. Sometimes yeah. you got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> at a place like Red Bull, too. Well, yeah, I mean, anytime you're at a place that's difficult, sometimes, you know, you got to take initiative. Maybe he doesn't like being there anymore. Yeah. You know, and maybe he's just, I, I need to take the initiative to leave. Now, yeah. Some people have done True. that recently. There have been people I know very close to me that have been at their places. Is that right? And said to themselves, maybe this side isn't great. Maybe I need to jump over that river and get to someone that's a little nicer. You know, it's just something that some people need to do. And like, maybe that's what he's saying to himself is maybe if I just qualify poorly, if I just perform poorly, like. Maybe I'll get laid off myself. You won't just have to sit there behind yeah. Max and, and just smell his fumes all day. Yeah. You know, you can get something yeah, a little nicer, something, little something nicer, greener. Something a little greener. You know, maybe he takes a, a lead driver role somewhere else. At Maybe it's a little bit smaller of a team. Maybe it's a, a, you know, maybe a, it's a little bit more corporate. Up, to build up a little more corporate, you know. Maybe they're going to the, they're going to the uh, team facilities a little bit more during the week than they normally would. 
And sometimes they do, they're one, not. Day at, they do one day at home, but mostly in the office. But it's you know those are the things you have to take, and those are the, the chances you need to do. And like that's that's part of life, you know. All of us go through that. But anyways, I I, I digress. I I just wanted to make that point. <laughs> you that do indeed. <laughs> Where were we at? <laughs> I don't know. I just you know that story had no no. It was just. A, a point because right? Paris because yeah, it's just a, a Paris comparison that's just the read you're getting from yeah, yeah. no I totally understand uh, let's jump to our race predictions here you had Perez top seven which you hit on uh, great performance from him like you said oh, yeah <laughs> uh, he's been unbelievable yeah uh, Albot in the points as well you hit on Williams again and then you went Max signs Russell on purpose here I did not think it was gonna be Max signs Russell at all I knew the starting order yep I this is if I would have put even thought about putting a U of McLaren in there, they would have double DNF this race for sure. So it wasn't even worth it. I you ended up changing yours, you got real dicey there. I almost blocked your number when you sent that. <laughs> Tyler's gonna go through his predictions. He had two sets, luckily, he did a second set that was more what he actually went with. But the first set was you can read that off too. The first set, I had Norris Hamilton Leclerc. I threw up in my apartment when you said that. Max <laughs> DNF, Max I, DNF, I, Max I, DNF. Yeah, I I literally, in my head, I, I saw Norris flipping over like so in the first turn. Like, that's what I saw. I mean, Norris Hamilton, I if Max would have DNF'd, would have been a beauty. You were right, yeah. Uh, I changed it to Max Hamilton Russell. Yeah. He actually gave me, Tyler actually gave me an entire top 10. I did. I, well, it wasn't too far off. It wasn't They were all enough. within like, Except you know, 20 drivers. Yeah, all within 20 drivers. What was your other ones? You, well, you had the race prediction that was Great Britain. So I went with Great Britain. That's uh, all it said. People I think Great Britain great won. Britain. Yeah, I mean, double podium, another person in the top five, Albon in the points. Great race. Uh, probably highest attendance ever. 480 has got to be the highest ever at yeah. F1 things. I mean, basically half a million people. The crowd was insane. Not anytime bad. a British driver made a move, it got the so roar. loud. Beautiful. Um, I mean, you loved it too because anytime Max was on the screen, they booed no matter what. They were did. booing the fake Maxes that were walking. They booed, they, booed the the, they booed the fake Maxes for the movie. Like they just anything else Red Bull, they booed. Yeah. Um, what else? What else did you have? I mean, oh, oh, my other one was a safety car, which hit Happen, after yeah. after K Mag just. Yeah, rough, rough for for Haas as well. Let's just point that out real quick. I think they started the season they off stink. pretty well. They stink. It's been downhill. Quick. Alfa Romeo stinks. <laughs> Alfa Tori stinks. It's it's gotten to the point now where it's kind of funny because Williams is clearly better than both all three of those teams at this point. I would yeah. say, and the the field is kind of funny now because we have, in my opinion, you have Red Bull who's just way ahead of everybody. Mm-hmm. Then you have like. Depending on the track, you have Ferrari, Merck, McLaren, and Aston Martin now, all yeah. four. And then you have this giant gap, and then Alpine, who's just a meme at this point. If they like, finish if a they race, finish it'll race. be decent. And then Williams. And then you have a ginormous gap, and you have three teams. Normally, it's one. Mm-hmm. They have three teams who are horrible. Yeah. I mean, just horrible. Like Instead of how it used to be the past few years where it was back markers and then Williams yeah. or back markers and then Haas, Haas yeah. now it's back markers and there's like three, three teams. teams. And then the midfield is literally just like one. One team. Well, or it's, you know, four. I wouldn't even say there's not even a midfield. It's just like. F1.5. There's good teams. Yeah, there's like F1.5. There's F1 Red Bull. Red Bull. F1.5. And there's like F3. And then there's F Alpine. Yeah, F yeah. Alpine, and then there's like not even at NASCAR yeah. bottom three. There's Formula Renault. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like it's there's just such a I mean, and I know they've gone up and down, but man, Alpha Alpha Romeo, Alpha Tori, at Haas look bad. Mm-hmm. Like they look bad. Yeah. I'm so sad seeing Bottas' post every weekend. He's very much enjoying himself still. He's loving every it. weekend. Is still he'll post the same thing on Sunday. <laughs> Tough Sunday, made up some positions. We'll try to get back in the points next week. It's yep. been like 10 races in a row. Yeah. I mean, he was in the points in Bahrain. I don't think he... What does he have? How many points does he have? Oh, we don't have it up, but... No, he has like... Yeah. I think he got like he got like 6th in Bahrain or 7th. And then, Him and Joe are tied at 4, I think. 4, or, yeah. Yeah, I think it's 4. Yeah, I think they both have gotten 7th once. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, I mean... I guess could have been. Tough for the few teams. Let's go ahead and ju- you know, just talk about the standings changes while we're here. Williams jumping. Uh, McLaren jumping. Pretty significantly. Yeah. They had a good they had, haul. They had more points this weekend than they had all season. Yeah. And then uh, Max now 99 points clear and clear by himself, by himself of every other team. Constructors. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be over. It's just the question of how soon. 
He doesn't have to he finish, finish first. Yeah, he can finish in second every race and still win at this point. Um, I'm going to guess... If, I don't know. Is, we're 10 races... or We got 11 races to go. Yeah, 11 races to go. I think you probably get it in the next five races, probably, if he wins all five. That could close it out. I don't know the math on that with six left. Yeah, well, I mean, it depends. We have Perez in second right now, still. Stinks. And if he's not finishing yeah. high in the he's points, it could six. Yeah. just extend in the gap so I much mean, faster. I we said we made the bold prediction. I made the bold prediction. I said the Lewis P2, and I think that's still on the table. It's alive. It's alive. Because the Aston Martins have just... Alonzo is not pulling points. No. I mean, I was told by him the podium for the rest of the season, but that's not. Hey, Norris, Norris making a big jump here in the driver there was, standings. They need to settle down. There was, <laughs> there was, there, in in the F one TV in the posters interview, though Laura Winters asked Julian, "Do we see a Lando Norris race win this year?" I'm like, "All right, settle down. Like, we would need, we would need a max DNF, and we'd need the car to be uh, unbelievable again, like it was this weekend. Yeah. And a bunch of other things to happen." He literally, she literally asked that question. I was like, "You cannot be serious right now." Like, hey, sometimes, sometimes you gotta. I guess it's the the industry we're in. You know? I guess, I guess. All right. Well, that that kind of covers some of the more important standing changes. Let's go ahead and jump to some of our paddock rumors, some of our off track events here. Uh, Brad Pitt, as we've discussed a little bit. I would love Brad Pitt. I mean, he's a good looking guy. That age. Sure. Yeah. I I think I do think it is. I will say, Brad Pitt jokes aside, I think it's very cool that they're doing this because it really has. It other than the Rush movie, like with yeah. about Nicky Lauda, there has never been a movie about a modern one. Um, I think they're doing, from what I can tell, a very good job of like breaking as accurate as possible. Hamilton's producing and it. Hamilton's producing it, which is very smart on their mm-hmm. end to do that. I think it's going to do great in theaters as long as it's not. Super corny, which I don't think it's going to be because it's a Brad Pitt movie. I imagine. It'll I be. mean, it's it'll be very action. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's great timing. Obviously, they're taking advantage of the, the American Formula Rise, One yeah. and and Drive to Survive the crowd. Of our podcast. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think the timing is, you know, couldn't be better now, especially with the three races. I can't see Formula One continuing to grow at the rate it is now in America. No, eventually it's going to cap. Like it'll. It'll reach its cap for like who's gonna watch. Like, yeah, I think in the next year or two we'll know like everybody who's interested in it or shown any interest will be into it or not. Yeah, I mean, how many more listeners can we get? You know. Yeah, it's tough when you're when you're getting close to the number of listeners starting with a B, right? When you're in the billions. Yeah. When you hit reaching a billion, it's like you know not not everybody has access to that kind of stuff. That's everybody, true. Some That's are true. kids. I mean. Yeah. When you talk about one billion, it's tough. Being this popular, podcast. play it from the rooftops. That, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the next one we got is uh, Daniel Ricardo in for DeVries. Yeah, this, this is, is something the we touched one. on. This is so exciting. Um, it's sounding more and more likely that it's just going to happen. Here, it sounds like his test runs, and we'll see on. I think he's doing tomorrow. I think he's doing a test run. So we're showing. It was it was one of these days. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what his test run. I know his simulator runs have looked good. Um, and they're going to use it as a comparison between him and Yuki because it's hard to even compare to Yuki to DeVries right now because he's so bad. But that'd be electric. It'll be so fun. Him and Yuki as a team would be so fun. It's just going to be good to see Rick back on the who do you see, timing table. Who do you see winning that battle? Uh, Yuki right now. Yeah? Because he's just Danny Rick's been so out of it for so long. And Yuki looks pretty good. I mean, he looks he's looked pretty good. That's it's true. hard to tell, though, too, because that, I mean, that Alphatory is bad. Yeah. It's a bad car. Yeah. And something that Daniel has not performed well in. Let's... Uh... Go ahead and slide that in there. When he was in the McLaren that wasn't performing well, he was atrocious. Oh, yeah. He was significantly worse than his teammate, which yeah. is, that's like the big... If. To me, that's the big indicator always where this is, that's where it gets tough for some of these things. That's why it's frustrating for like, if you have the same car, if you look at the standings and look at race in general mm-hmm. and qualifying head-to-heads and stuff, like Mercedes, Lewis and George are obviously very close. Mm-hmm. I think George does a little better in qualifying, Lewis does a little better in the race, but in the end, yes. they're pretty much on par with each other. Yeah. Carlos and Leclerc, Leclerc usually better in qualifying. Carlos has been a little better in the races this year, has more points, whatever. They're usually pretty close, though. So. Yeah. Um, Piastri and Norris now are close. They're, or close enough, right? Like where Piastri's a rookie, too. I mean, this like, race, they were yeah, certainly the, close. The yeah. gap between... Albon and Sargent is huge. The gap between right now Max and Perez is yeah. huge. The gap between Stroll and Alonso is huge. Like mm-hmm. you can't have like 
you can't have that a driver pairing yeah well i i think there are drivers that suit a pairing like that better than others so like Max, for example, he is not going to be a happy camper if he has. Oh a no, I agree with that, but I'm just saying for the team's sake, it's not obviously. You want yes, to drivers yeah, to for a constructor champion, yeah, yeah for, for a, a certain driver. So yeah, Max needs Max needs the most Mickey Mouse driver next to him. Yes, that's how it's always going to be. People are going to. This is I feel like this is kind of a hot take. He's been great this year. He's been the best driver. He's been the best driver the last two years. I'm not saying now. Not taking that away from the last two years, 2022 and 2023. Okay. I'm not going back that far. What I will make, though, is that point along with that is that the last time he was seriously challenged over the course of the whole season mm-hmm. was 2021. He had a lot of mistakes. The dirtiest season. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we all know how it ended. Mickey Mouse. And if you really think about it, like, on track, who won? What? Mickey Mouse busted out. Oh, boy. Wow. Um, Todd, is that what you wanted me to do? Just yeah, hit a Mickey Mouse thing? Okay. Um, You've been wanting to pull that yeah, out. Yeah, but my point is that the last time he was challenged hard, you can argue, and most people would argue that like Lewis beat him on the track. And but at the same time, like it's not. There was a lot of incidents, a lot of drama, a lot of fighting. He hasn't incidents. had that since then. He's kind of turned more into like this golden boy for some people. But like, I said, some people. Yeah. Um. But my, that's my point. Is that like. Or like an you, orange I, what, I'm, what I'm saying is I agree with you in that like he can't have he needs a Mickey Mouse like second driver mm-hmm. that's going to just be okay with being second and playing second fiddle which Ricardo fits perfectly in at this point in his career I think at this point I think um, he would I, it'd be very frustrating for him internally and I think he would get worn out quickly kind of how he was at McLaren but yeah. I think he'd be grateful at this point oh and, if and he can rip off seconds and thirds and finish on the podium yes yeah I think he'd be fine with that at this point in his career yep um I think yeah that's you know, so like you're you're right. Some drivers need that, but it's that's where it's frustrating. Then it's like it would be great to see someone challenge Max because mm-hmm. then that's when he starts making mistakes. Yeah, as anyone does when they're that it's that in a battle, or whatever, and in a battle. But I don't know if we're ever gonna get that. I don't know if they'll ever. I do think if they do go the route, we've kind of gone off topic here, which I'll, I'll wrap this up. But if they if they do go the route where they get rid of Presmo for somebody else and they do bring in someone like Lando, I don't. I think that would be a legitimate challenge. Is Lando the type of driver that you could see getting along with Max in the uh, car? In the car, no. As friends off the track, they're great friends off the track. Yeah. I think they do that. If they both joined Red Bull, they would definitely, because he's too good, mm-hmm. and he wouldn't back down. Like Lando wouldn't be like, I'm going to play second fiddle. Yeah. And that wouldn't, I mean, Max is, which I'm going to shout out, I'm going to shout out Peyton here. Max is a giant crybaby when it comes to that stuff. He just is. Like Let she always rip. says that he's a giant, like, he would be very not happy and just complain the whole time if it wasn't him being the top driver from the thing. Yeah. And like, that's just how it would be. So I don't think, I think he's always going to have teammates that are going to play second fiddle for him. I just, that's how Red Bull operates. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's very fair. Let's go ahead and jump into a different team here. Andretti and Cadillac. They are set to get a response for their bid to join the 2025 yeah, that's season. Soon, actually. That's not- in five days from now. I mean, it's going to be huge. It, it, I mean... If we can get another team in the grid, a full American yeah. team all the way, like, it complete would be, American. I think he... I mean, he's a great, very famous race car driver. Yeah. Very successful. I think he'd probably do a great job. Uh, I think it could be one of those things, too, which would be interesting. I think they could bring him on as an 11th. I think he would take the American team role, and then that could be... We could be seeing the death of Haas. I mean, <laughs> it feels like we've we've we haven't stopped seeing the death of Haas. That's that's true too. That's true too. You know, I I will say there was one really funny thing I saw online about how somebody was tweeting that uh, Andretti just because he's a big name in American motorsports doesn't give him the authority to have a Formula One team, and then I saw a comment to that that responded, "You literally have a energy drink and an energy drinks apparel brand as two teams on the grid already." Yeah. Exactly. I think Andretti and Cadillac have a lot more pull than I think globally people realize. Well, yeah. And with how American a then lot of the sports trying more to get. American. Like, you made a great point that Red Bull thing. I know Red Bull's like their home things in Austria, whatever their track. But like, yeah. Red Bull's in, like, that's in there. Like, mm-hmm. it's an American thing. It's, you know, you have the fashion line for it. Not only that, all the sponsors you have too. Like, look at all the sponsors you have. Mm-hmm. Oracle. Like, I, like that's. Like in America, like you think of America, like Oracle, you have 
Monster Energy from Mercedes, Tommy Hilfiger. Like, a lot of these sponsors are, like, American clothing brands, like, American this, American that. Like, the idea that, like, just because he has Americans, it shouldn't have, like, what gives right to an F1 team. Like, oh, yeah. You have an entire F1 team. Haas I'm, is literally owned by a NASCAR guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, they literally set the bid. I mean, at the end yeah. of the day, like, you have to have, have the, money for the means yeah. and the money, yeah. Uh, I think it would be great for the sport. I would love to see it. Um, we'll see how it goes. It'd be weird putting up 21 and 22 and not having Latifi fill those spots. <laughs> That's true. But let's go <laughs> ahead. Can do it instead. Yeah, true. Let's go ahead and jump to funny happenings. Uh, the first one, and arguably my favorite one, Max absolutely bending it in the pits. That was tough. That was I mean, I don't even know. They didn't really show it. He just like went straight on like understeer or something and then like went into the wall. Yeah, he can uh, say what he wants. I think we were really, I was really open for drama. Like, he broke suspension or something. wasn't a bit of qualify. Yeah. That would have been, I do think if it would, if that would have happened. If timing was a little closer. If the timing was a little closer, that would have happened. And if Norris starts P1 and Max starts, I think that was Q3 that happened in. Uh-huh. Max starts P10. I don't know if he makes it to the field and pass Norris because. I don't think Norris would have had much to hold on to up front. It would have been a weird. That's true. Or he would have pushed. Yeah, too I mean, hard. you would have had, you would have had, the McLaren would have just had Piastri just. Mm-hmm. You would have had Piastri just like a rear wing, like, Yeah, yeah, you know. exactly. But anyway, yeah. that was a, that was an event. Max saying, "I guess we should stick to our strategy after seeing that Ferrari pit." I I got a good. There are not many things that Max says that makes you laugh, but that was. It was that funny, was yeah. funny where he just completely. I see Ferrari pit. I guess we'll just stick to our own strategy because it was just like. He's I like, think what it was, I, and I think it was unsarcastic yeah. too, like fully and. As we saw at the, the latter stages of the race, Ferrari was totally wrong to pit that early. Yeah, well, they pit way too early. And, uh, yeah, Max just, I mean, uh, uh, first of all, just observing that on the screen on because the screen he's got nothing he's better to do. Yeah. And then, you know, just like figuring out the strategy. I always love when the when the drivers are on, you know, talking about the strategy. We saw yeah. signs. We saw Leclerc say no to pitting three times. Things like that. Uh, we can go ahead and jump to Christian Horner inviting people over for a barbecue. Only some. Well, did he invite everyone? Or only some accepted, or he only invited some? Uh, I think he accept, or I think he invited all drivers on the only grid. Some accepted, uh, and I which think you can guess which ones accepted, which ones didn't, probably. But um, wow, <laughs> one that probably did. Yeah, not a big meat guy. No, that's true. Yeah. Well, I don't think I don't think George was accepted either. I don't think any of the Mercedes no. camp would have accepted. Yeah. That. Um. Total would have been. Yeah, but yet Lewis said yeah, not a big meat guy, so it wouldn't have mattered. Albon was there. Or no, maybe he wasn't there. I don't know. Did we ever see pictures of him? I don't know. I think I saw Albon. I think I saw Albon grilling. I saw a picture of him grilling and everyone commenting, all this food looks unseasoned, which is kind of true. It looked looked like it would have been maybe a tough barbecue taste-wise. but Yeah. um, Ketchup. Ketchup. Yeah. A lot of ketchup. A lot of ketchup. Um, That was interesting, though. That was interesting. You invite the people over and, like, invite the drivers over and, like, some of them came and, like, I don't know. That's definitely an interesting dynamic, a random... You know who I... You know who I don't think was there? Helmut Marco. And here's why. Because he was absolutely bodying a photographer behind Lando Norris. Yeah. He was at the podium celebrations behind Zach Brown and just giving a shoulder into a photographer next to him. That was hilarious to see. Oh, that was so funny. There's no way he was there. I mean, he was... Common sense to say that barbecue's probably into the evening. I mean, he's probably going to bed at seven. Well, he's doing an interview probably at six about how bad his drivers are, yeah. and then at seven, yeah, I could see him wrapping up, heading to bed. You know, part of me though, yeah, yeah, I, I would see that. I was gonna say part of me thinks like maybe he just doesn't sleep at all. That's true. <laughs> but he's just on Red Bull. He's all just time. on Red Bull all the time. But I mean, he is. He is an unbelievable personality for the paddock. Like the, it's wild. He is just—he does not care at all. What he says about his drivers. Unhinged. He will just completely say this person's terrible. Yeah, like, as he has, as he has a million times. Like yeah. he just doesn't. And his his takes are so funny because they always change. Yeah, like his takes about the top drivers. So obviously Max is always in that as it should be. But we had like last year we had in 2021 we had that it was just him and Lewis so he always talked about like yeah Max and Lewis on a different level than everybody else mm-hmm. and they had all their incidents 2022 Lewis just gets a worse car Denny talks about I don't know if you remember this there was a stage where it was Norris, Leclerc, and Max were on a different level those three yeah. were on a different level compared to everybody else nobody yep. else's then that went away then this year it was back to it flipped again 
just Max, Lewis, and Alonso. Well, it was Perez and Max yeah. for a while. Then he dropped per- Perez, and then he yeah. did. It was just Max, Lewis, and Alonso driving on a different level, level compared to everybody else. And, and he's now just it's constantly changing his taste. Now it's Albon, Norris, and yeah, Max. Yeah, Albon, Norris, and Max are the three that are on a different level. So he's yeah. he's a funny guy. He's all over the place. Well, I think that you know. Those are the funny happenings. The only other one I can think of is Robert Schwartzman dropping his, his little rap song. Yeah, so. I mean, you have Leclerc drop a song, too. Yeah, well, Leclerc dropped a song. Well, oh, that's a right. A while ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Robert Schwartzman dropped a song. I mean, Robert Schwartzman, I don't know why he's just a funny guy to me. Yeah. I think it's just because he's like one of those... Like he's never going to get into Formula 1, I don't think. <laughs> but he's no. like... I don't just mean funny as that, but he's just like kind of around. Everyone knows who he is, and he's just kind of around. Mm-hmm. Um, it like he's one of those guys like you look over your shoulder and it scares you a little because he's there. Yeah, like, he's always there. He's always in the paddock. He's always doing something, but it's not racing. Questionable. Yeah. There's always something different. Yeah. Um, you know, on the music note, we got to mention real quick. Shakira was at the race. Yeah, I mean, it's very obviously their date, right? Like it It's it's so alive. She's been so many races. Um, Three for him this year. We, uh, I'll, I'll leave it at that because we cut out the bonk parts from the one episode. But um, And we'll leave you with that, and we'll get ready for Hungry. <laughs> How are we feeling about Hungry? Um, I'm excited. I think, so I'll say this about Hungry. Usually there's not a lot of passing except for on the straights. Yeah. Um, it seems to always have good races, though. So in 2021, we had the weird thing where everybody pit except Lewis. Yeah. And then he made his way through the field the second, and Ocon won. Last year, I feel like there's a lot of drama too, where and the Mercs looked really good, like Max won, but the Mercs mm-hmm. all the way up and got to second and third, I think, on the podium, and like they, I, I feel like there's always good racing there, mm-hmm. and there's usually rain, so there's usually some drama. Yeah, uh, I feel like it's always a very entertaining weekend, but the race usually outside of the straight, there's not a lot of passing or anything. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I think usually. I mean, it's a fun track to watch. Yeah, that's fine. It's it a fun track to watch. And I think there there will be some weather, believe it or not. I'm sure there will be. Yeah, you know that's just on par for how the every single going. race has been weather. Yeah. All right. Any last thoughts? Uh, who is our surprise podium finisher next weekend? Oh, next weekend. Okay, so it's gonna be second or third. <laughs> so the finisher is. Um. I'm trying to think. So it's it's low speed corners. So the McLarens, I would guess, are not going to be as good. I'll go ahead and say double Mercedes podium. Um, that was going to be my first one. Is double Mercedes? I'll um, beat you to it. I would say. I think we could see Ferrari back on there. You think so? It's a slow corner. I think we just could. It's it's a little more technical. I don't know. It seems like it's something we could see back on there. But yeah, if I had to say, anything, I'd say double. Or I'd say like a max and then a two three for. Mercedes get the hype train way back up for them again. They're all the way back. I could see DeVries points. The radio, okay. So, <laughs> uh, the radio message of Lewis getting around. Thank you guys. Let's keep pushing. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And then who knows what will happen next race? But yeah, it's yeah. I think we'll. Uh, I, I hope there's more chaos than that. I hope it's. Does Max crash before the race? I don't mean him to crash, but it. We we could just get one engine failure. It doesn't have to be just anything dangerous. Just it just goes out like just one know. time. I mean, they might as well just take the penalty for it. Start them at the back of the grid, and they'll still win with a new engine. That's what I'm saying. Is there's like there's kind of, I don't know. I don't know what you do with them. I'm just worried that I'm not worried because it would be as much as we're not a fan of them. It would be weird and like astonishing to see like we have we had China we had twenty. Four races originally this year. We had China canceled and Imola canceled. Yeah. Down to 22. There's 11 left. Um, Perez has only won two. <laughs> that mm. would equal 20 for Max. If he actually won the rest of the race and won 20 races, and do the math on that too on the, on the point scored for the driver. So he's already got the record of four or something. 20 times 25 is that, what is that? Is that, that's 500, right? Yeah. Yeah. If he, imagine he scores. And over 500 points this season. P2 finish. Over 500 himself. I mean, he ought to just start his own constructor. Yeah, at that point he should. I mean, it's so... I think we could... And this, this is sad to say. Unless he has an engine failure, I don't see how he doesn't win every single race. It's going to take... It's it, going to take a lot. Yeah. To not win a race. And he's so comfortable ahead of the field that it's... It is tough. And that's where they've proved, to me... 
I still think the the W11 from 2020 is probably the best, the fastest car of all time, just because of the way it was built and whatever. Mm-hmm. But the most they, they were arguing before that Mercedes more dominant. If you look at every analytic, every statistic, point spread, everything, this Red Bull car is the most dominant car mm-hmm. ever made. He's 99 points ahead of second place. Yeah, we've never had anything near that at this point in the season. They are so clear on time every race. They're so the car's so much faster. You know, my point was always like during those Mercedes years, like Ferrari and Red Bull at least challenged some. Like there was legally or illegally, legally or illegally, but it's still challenged some. Like, yeah, it's not even argument. It is. There's no way this if unless they completely like fizzle out, this will go down. They'll score the most points ever. Hold the most points ever again. Hold the most wins this season. It'll be the most dominant F one car of all time. So yeah, it'll definitely be some records broken. Yeah, uh, as they already have. Uh, if they go ahead and win the next one, it could be some immediate records. Yes. Broken. But those are our, our uh, final thoughts that we'll leave you for Hungary. Yeah, we'll see you in Hungary. All right. Goodbye.